0: podcasting from coastal california to coastal north carolina east to west pacific to atlantic nutrition to fitness detox detox is here to deliver realistic scientific and sustainable resolutions to optimal total body health we're your hosts danny and danielle duravage two experts united that will detox repair and revolutionize your life Hey, everybody, welcome to Detox Detox. You're here with your host, Danny Dervage and Danielle Dervage. And actually, today we have a special guest. We're going to call him the average Joe, and he's going to bring us some perspective out there on the inside or the outside or whatever he wants to throw out there in this mix to keep it entertaining. So, Joe.
1: Oh, my God. Hey, guys. Hey. hey. <laughs> I just want to say. You know what's great about what you got that you guys are doing this? What? What? I don't know. I was just saying if you knew. I
0: don't know. Oh. No, i I mean, I think I know.
1: (laughs) I kid, I kid. You guys are like the most knowledgeable people I've ever met on this stuff, so it's great.
0: So Joe's going to bring super entertainment to our boring terms, so he might like throw out like, what what is that? What's glucose, fructose, and galactose? Like... Get real, girls. And we're going to all laugh at each other with each other. So today we're going to talk about nutrition and sugar and cravings and all kinds of fun with that because who doesn't love a little bit of sugar in their life? Um, so it'll get a little boring at first, but I promise you at the end it's going to get really fun. So I'm going to whip through some of these like boring topics and words that you might be like, what are you doing? But I just need to gain your trust. It's all about trust out here. So... <laughs> so... We all know nutrition's purpose is to provide us with energy, yield disease, and and not degenerate and get crazy old because we want to like repair cells and repair our muscles as we go. And it also aids us in our immune system so we don't get sick. So we also have a choice in the land of nutrition. And sometimes you feel like you don't have a choice because of cravings and addictions to different foods. And a lot of times like the psychology of food, it's, it's how my mom cooked it. I'm going to cook it that way because my mom's always cooked it. Or I'm going to eat this way because that's what how my mom always made breakfast. Or I'm going to do it the same way. I need, and people avoid like making a change in their life, you know what I mean? So let's build this up. So who wants to be sick, tired, weak, and fatigued? Guess what? You can control that by eating healthy, I promise you. A nutrient-dense diet can change all of that. And turn it into a great energy. Are you saying
1: I might get sick less if I eat good?
0: Absolutely, Joe. Thank you. (laughs) So if you can't lay down the pizza and beer and you wonder why you're getting sick all the time, maybe it's because you're lacking a lot of nutrients and vitamins in your diet. Yeah, no. Mm -hmm. Could be a lot of that sugar
1: too. I like to call it a livid, but that's (laughs) me. I got that from Kanye. (laughs) (laughs)
0: So here's to the boring stuff We'll try to keep it fun So we got simple sugars and complex sugars Carbohydrates we look at like sugars And there's two main forms And that's the simple and complex Boom. Simple is found in fruit, vegetables, milk And raise blood glucose levels quickly Complex is starches found in breads, cakes, pastries, and more So it takes longer for the body to break it down
1: is that because simple is, like, more, like, from nature and complex is more, like...
0: I look at it, like, not necessarily because, like, a potato is a complex carb. And so, like, it's basically the breakdown of it and how fast the glucose or, like, the blood sugar rises. It really doesn't have much
2: to Yeah, do so, with. like, if it's a simple... The reason why it is a simple carbohydrate is just because it's smaller and it's simple for your body to break it down whereas a complex is much bigger and it's more complex for your body to break it down. It takes more processes to break it down.
0: Uh, so it's kind of like think of this, if you're running a marathon and you need to replace energy quickly, you're going to probably grab something that like a simple sugar like an orange, a piece of fruit, a Gatorade, honey. A, honey is a re- great one. So like cuz the body can metabolize it and turn it into to energy quicker Mm -hmm. than if you grabbed a potato or like even a piece of bread or even oatmeal can take a little bit longer to digest and turn to energy. So that's the best way I can kind of look at it. And then we also have refined carbs and sugars. So like, you know, high fructose corn syrup, it's a fake sugar. It came from, you know, corn, but really like it's highly crazy. I believe it's toxic. -hmm. Everybody has their perspective on it, and then it can raise the blood glucose level as high, if not higher, as a simple sugar. so
1: Mm -hmm. I'm gonna start calling crazy people highly crazy. I I think that just adds like more.
0: (laughs) You're not just a little crazy; highly crazy. crazy. (laughs) That's so funny.
2: Uh. So
0: here we go. I'm trying to like, whip so, through some of the boring,
2: but with like table sugar, when we think of that, like white, you know, sugar that maybe like people either add to their coffee or add to their oatmeal or something like that. Um, that is like a different type and there's, you know, three different kinds of that are different. So, um, so there's still like a process that that is still broken down to.
0: That yeah, is- a lot of this stuff that we go through, like it, we can get really nerdy with, and we're not going to do that to you. <laughs> yeah. But like, but if there's something you're interested in, there's always Google. <laughs> <laughs> that is but, true. you know what I mean. But like, um, so like, I might take. I'm going to try to tell you the baseline of what I would want you to learn or whatever. But like, it goes so far in depth that beyond even like all of our understanding, if we really want to go there, like how it goes into the body uh, molecularly. But um, let's see. So we got fructose, that's what we find in fruits. We got galactose, that's what we find in milk, and we got glycogen, which is the form of carbohydrates stored in our muscles. Mm-hmm. Glycogen is not found in plants, necessarily. I mean, your body can create it, you know, but And so what happens when carbohydrates and sugars make it to the cells of the body? They can do three things. Once it reaches the cell, it can store as glycogen in muscles, so that can be energy. Convert it to fat and stored as fat or adipose tissue, if we want to get jazzy, or used for energy. Mm-hmm. And I but- put this question out there: Is dietary fiber a carb?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, they say dietary fiber is a complex carbohydrate that is not digestible by humans, so has no calories or carbohydrate value, so it doesn't provide energy for the body, but it does maintain a healthy digestive system, lowers your cholesterol levels, and regulates your blood glucose levels, mm-hmm. keeps it balanced. So, Jill, I have an, um, something for you. When we we're going to go into artificial sweeteners, what is something that was, is really hard for you to like give up?
1: Oh, straight-up Diet Coke, man. Huh? Yeah.
0: Yeah, man. Like, gel- how many did you used to drink, like, really, well, like, when you were...
1: I mean, when I was younger, I used to think, oh, it has zero calories, but it gives me, like, caffeine. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, like, way back before the internet, I thought I was, like, I, th- I like, thought it was good for me, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, And then when I was little, I would get sugar rushes. I would go to my grandma's house, and I would eat, like, sweets but then have a Diet Coke and I would get this caffeine, fake sugar, real sugar to like buzz. Yeah. And I think I kind of got like basically addicted. I wouldn't call it an addiction because now I don't like need it.
0: But you weaned yourself off. Like you would yeah. say, oh, for a while I remember you're like, okay, I can have two a day. And then you broke it down to one because I mean, you knew like I'll aspartame is week, not a good di-
1: You know, yeah. maybe mm-hmm. or sometimes go two weeks without one. But I still almost get a sentimental, like, thing. Mm -hmm. Like Like a connection, for sure. Like, connect my grandma.
0: (laughs) Yeah, our grandma always had, like, a refrigerator stocked with diet soda. And I think it was even caffeine-free. So I think we were like, it's even better for you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) and Maybe it is for a kid because you don't want kids to have caffeine. But, I mean, our family, we're from Indiana. They didn't care. Well, it's oh, yeah, I mean, but my My grandma drank 100,000 sodas.
2: Oh, yeah. No, my grandma had juicy fruit. So, literally, to this day, the smell of juicy fruit reminds uh, me of, yeah. like, being a little kid with my grandma. And,
0: and our grandma had double mint gum. Yeah. I could grandma, kick, grandma
1: kick it with water. I needed to switch from Diet Coke to something else that was flavored but also had, like, caffeine. So, I had to go yeah. to tea for a while. Really? To get me to drink, wa- eventually, segue to water. Yeah. It was That's weird. That's,
0: like, great. I bet a lot of people would have questions of that because, like, we have an aunt who who got like her body, her nervous system got highly addicted to diet sodas too, and like she kind of got part of her like partial paralysis. Like, uh, I mean, she's gaining it all back. Like, she's doing amazing, but like she had it took her body to another level of and she was drinking like two
1: liter a day or something. She said
0: something like something really, like, so, crazy. Like, so, like, don't think you're one or two or three even. So yeah. it is, it's like the doctors
1: didn't confirm that it was because of that, but we're all, like, it seems like that's why.
0: Because once she, like, quit it, quit it, too, like, she started gaining back feeling in her arm and moving wow. her body and different things. So, like, it's definitely, like, just a crazy chemical yeah. that, like, like, Joe said, like, all his life he thought a Diet Coke meant it was healthy because it had zero calories. Yeah. And, I know a lot of people, you know, I'm sure lots of people believe that statement because you see like the skinny model and like, you know, she's got a diet Coke with her and you just like associate it with like health.
2: Oh yeah, no. And there's always that mentality of like calories in, calories out, you know, so it's like, oh, if I'm not taking in calories, then it's this, you know, it's like I'm not doing anything.
0: Or even the idea
2: that super
0: skinny or like skinny models are healthy, Mm -hmm. like, like is that Really healthy Mm -hmm. sometimes. I mean, some of them obviously are, but like, is that this like what our society is believing is healthy? Like, some of them probably don't even eat anything.
2: And some of them are still even beyond their actual bodies are photoshopped.
0: Oh, that too. too, So, like,
2: they're still taken in, and you see this image of like thinking that this is healthy, and it's like that's not their actual body because their actual body could not physically get that small.
0: Yeah, for sure. And
2: eat. And live and survive. So craziness. So but that's a whole other topic we can go So
0: off. now I want to go into there's like a difference between like alcohol sugars and then like what we think of is alcohol and sugar. Mm-hmm. So I'll just tell you the ones that will be on the label that you want to be aware of. But um, So it will be, I can't even say them. Xylitol, urethrol, sorbitol, malathitol. Sorbitol, yeah, give, t- give the biochemist to let her do it. yeah but something to like think about when you're an athlete um if you're running a like race or something be careful on alcohol sugars because it can turn into a laxative and nobody wants to get the like oops (laughs) 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 so like if you're having if you're over consuming it you got to be a little careful and they're mostly naturally found in plants alcohol sugars Mm That. I don't think and you're th- a
1: true long distance runner unless you like shoot your pants
2: while doing it. First, <laughs> Until you're literally desperate searching for a restroom while you're running. You're like, <laughs> I've, sprinting. Half,
0: I've definitely done a half marathon where I had to like go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And luckily there was just like a bathroom to go to <laughs> the race. <laughs> and then I definitely finished the LA marathon menstruating like yeah. full blast. Yeah. Like, like uh, first day of awesome, and when we and did that, that was like death. I,
2: it was crazy. I, I, I thought feel you were like kind of almost feisty at
0: the end of
1: that thing. I don't know.
0: Well, oh yeah, because like I told my husband that I I need like immediate food within like fifteen minutes, or my body just crashes. Mm-hmm. Like I get really sick, and like our cars were so far away. There was the only food was just like straight up like grease fest, and that's like not what you want. Like fruit and like. Like a maybe a chicken wrap or like something, yeah. Beautiful. We were scouring
2: to find and a banana, was like, like,
0: yeah. My body was literally just like shutting down before my eyes, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, dude, give me something. And he's like, I got a granola bar, and I'm like, no, anything normal or natural, like, help me. <laughs>
2: like, I'm gonna die from the earth. Uh, I need something straight from the earth that I can pl- pick out of a plant. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So a quick trick to the trade. So when we talk about sugar and, like, alcoholic beverages, there's, like, the a myth that alcohol turns into sugar in the body, but really the excess calories come from either, like, a beer, the carbohydrates in a beer, or, like, the, um, like, fruit drinks and, like, sodas that you're mixing with the alcohol. But then what happens is alcohol, when it's digested, it can turn into fat more um, readily. Readily when it detoxifies by the process by the liver, blah, 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 blah. But, like, um, just something to know. Like, it's not that the alcohol turns to sugar. It's that everything combined, alcohol will more quickly turn to fat because you're drinking it. (laughs) The calories are readily available to turn that.
2: fat.
0: And fun fact,
2: (laughs) if you have sugar with it, so, like, if you have a Jack and Coke or something like that, the sugar from the coke almost acts as like it almost speeds up that pathway even faster so if you have sugar with it you're going to absorb the alcohol even what if it's even
0: a diet faster. coke <laughs>
2: mm, that is something to think about we don't mm, we got to look that up
0: <laughs> <laughs> so now we're going to flip into the exercise and sugar really quick so one thing to know if like i have a friend who's pre-diabetic and you wouldn't know it because she's skinny but I was just going into context of like explaining to her if she exercises she can balance out that heightened uh, blood sugar levels in her body because the way exercise can help break down the glucose you can burn the glucose off basically so it's kind of a quick trick to the train to exercise and sugar but um in relation to performance it's we have the glycemic load and the glycemic index which are both like um sources that can help us like like mo- like monitor like our sport performance so we look at a, like the glycemic index is like at rest if you're eating this sugar how fast does the body metabolize something into energy and then like the load is basically taking that and a monitor like doing it over and over and over and like learning how fast the carbohydrate converts the glucose into the bloodstream at, and then the higher the glycemic index will be so it's good to know for super athletes and sport performance and like especially if you're trying to like make it to the next level of your goal and then i'll just reiterate If you go to the blog, this goes even in more detail, but I'm trying to make this podcast a little more fun. So um, (laughs) just feel free to go to iPickFit.com, grab the blog number five, and you will find exactly more information. Mm -hmm. But So during exercise, the body relies on our muscles to convert a carbohydrate into the accessible energy that it's needing. So we play with what we eat before sometimes, during and after, depending on what sport you're doing. And we can sustain the energy throughout the carbohydrate just consumption in many different ways so like like me as a trainer like if i'm working with a runner and if i'm running working with a sprinter i'm going to tell them to eat something different before and after and probably not even during cuz they're going to be done really quick or if i'm working with an endurance runner i'm going to tell show them how to eat before
2: mm-hmm.
0: during and after the best thing for them. And sometimes it takes a while to figure out which one works for different athletes. Like what's metabolizing oh, yeah. better for me could be different than Joe and different than from Danny. And like I need more natural stuff. But some people like the goose. Goose make me gag. Like it's not a good yeah. c- like thing nope. for me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: or like yeah, the- it's
0: like slime to me. It makes me think of a booger. Like it's just gross to me. But like some people were like, that's the only thing I can get down. Like chewing for them is like hard. Yeah. So they would rather just like slurp it down and just be done with it where it not chew, but then I I kinda liked the chewing mechanism of it. Huh.
2: Yeah, like I like some
0: things turn my stomach, but yeah.
2: And I liked honey for me, so anything like honey based seemed to not upset my stomach. So certain yeah. I don't same. know what type of um Like I never really saw like a consistent pattern with it, but with like the different goos and stuff, same to like upset my stomach. Or if I had anything heavier than like half of an orange was like way too heavy for my stomach, like had too much fiber in it that my stomach was just not cool with. So having honey like really helped. So once I found that out, that was like a game changer.
0: Anything with like flour and things like that would make my stomach like go whoop. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like a biscuit, I'd be like, Bleh. Yeah. <laughs> gross.
2: So, does anybody know why sugar's so bad? I feel like it's like everything in moderation, you know? So, like, right. when you have, like, obviously, because it has that, like, taboo, you know, thing towards it, like, there can be this whole different perception of when you eat it, you know? And then, like, either it brings shame or it brings, like, this um uh like rule breaker mentality towards it which mm-hmm. you know kind of brings out the inner teenager of us all like oh I'm eating sugar and it's bad for me like oh that's great blah blah, blah.
0: there is such a misconception like just because you have like an ice cream randomly doesn't mean like you're like a, bad a horrible person, person. Or, yeah like We're oh gonna yeah, get diabetes to get ice over ice cream. the one ice cream. yeah right yeah what's your favorite dessert Joe? I like
1: peanut butter and
0: chocolate Yes.
1: Or um, cheesecake, for some reason, it's, like, it's my thing. It just hits
0: a spot. Yeah. <laughs> so, mine's, like, creme brulee is my favorite. Oh. Not only a good creme brulee. I don't like, like, just regular creme brulee. Like, but I like the really good stuff. Well, like,
1: for you, what makes a good one versus – Like, I've watched some of these British baking So, like, programs. it makes
0: from – it's from egg. So, if I can taste the egg in it, I'm, like, rough. Oh. And then I like the top to be, like, super, like, almost, I don't want to say burnt, but they take the sugar and like, really crunchy Mm -hmm. at the top, but cold in the inside. Uh, Like, I want it to be, like, a cold pudding, but I want the top to be super crunchy, which is probably really hard to do, but I don't want to taste, like, the egg, because custard is made from eggs, so I want to taste, like, more, like, of the vanilla, like...
1: No, supposedly it's really hard to make that. Like, a lot of guys have to try, like, six, seven, eight times to, like, get it right.
0: Like, Ruth Chris does a pretty good job. Mm,
1: yeah. It makes sense.
0: But, that makes obviously. Sense. <laughs> so, the one thing I want you to know, it's can be bad, but you don't have to associate it fully with being bad, but um, the more sugar you eat, the more your body craves, the harder it is to regulate the blood glucose, and then, in turn, makes you bo- your body potentially more fat.
1: So, the more you, you eat, the more your body, body craves, right? Mm-hmm. So, we were kind of talking before we went live, and... I, my whole life, didn't really know what I was doing until about four years ago when you started training me. And we talked about food a lot. And I decided to do, like, a two-week, basically a sugar fast. Like, I was only allowed to have real fruit sugars. And I didn't even eat apples and stuff. I would only have, like, blueberries or whatever. And after two weeks, I remember... Even a strawberry, like a strawberry doesn't taste sweet if you eat a lot of sugar, but when you, when I did that, the strawberry tasted sweet. And I remember shortly after that, I put ketchup on something, and all of a sudden the ketchup, I could taste the sugar in it, and it like blew yeah. my mind that I basically stopped sugar completely. I think the tolerance went down, and then the most subtle amounts of sugar, I immediately could taste it. Whereas... Be- the two weeks before, I wouldn't have thought of ketchup as something with sugar. Like, that wouldn't have... You know what I mean?
0: hmm Absolutely. Like, oh, yeah. I've been in that situation where I've totally... De- I was detoxing, and we-, and, it- and we, I talked about it in the last episode a little bit, but um, where, like, you can totally tell. Mm-hmm. Like, I was telling you guys, like, when we were little, and we would have, like, a juice box or something, and I was like... And then you go off of it. Like, I only drink water for most... Or... Maybe a martini or something, but like for the most part of my life, like I only order water. And then if I you gave me a juice box, I'm like I almost like cringe because it's so sweet and strong. Yeah. Like like because I have yeah. kids, so it's like you randomly at a birthday party, there's juice boxes, and it's like whoa, like wow, amazing.
1: it's <laughs> crazy. You, you wouldn't yeah. know until you go without. You know.
0: Oh yeah, no. and even like like. Let's say an alcoholic drink. If you go get, like, the typical, like, strawberry daiquiri, I would be, like, oh Like, gosh, r- so much like it's gross to me now. But, like, if I was, when I was younger, like, my da- like, dad would order me a virgin one. And I used to think that was the greatest thing on earth. Mm-hmm. But now I'm, like, no way. I don't even want it. Like, a yeah. hurricane cocktail. It's like a, don't even want it.
2: The virgin ones are, like, a snow cone. You know? Oh, yeah. It's just, like, puree and ice blended together.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So we're going boring. So there are different types of carbs. We got sugar, starches, and fiber, just so you know. And then some complex carbohydrates, like our legumes, starchy vegetables, and grains. And the simple carbohydrates examples are fruits and vegetables. So I like to look at, like, not all, like, simple carbs are bad, you know.
2: Well, and like we were talking in uh the in last week's episode with intuitive eating, you know like there's something that maybe if it doesn't bring you nutritional value can still bring you intrinsic value so that these are just things to like watch out for so you know when you have simple carbohydrates from that are with processed um, and highly refined carbohydrates. When you have them, like, just look for the intrinsic value for them if they do have that. Like my favorite ice cream and my boyfriend and I bonded over it is that our favorite ice cream is both mint chocolate chip. But our favorite kind is like uh-huh. when we'll go to um we go to the lake every year and we'll get it from this one store. You know, it's like the only store that's worth the your boat fills up and stuff. So we'll walk from the campsite all the way there, go get some ice cream, like a scoop of ice cream and then walk all the way back. And it's just fun to like look at the stars and that kind of stuff and have your mint chocolate chip ice cream after a day of like wakeboarding and that kind of stuff. And it and so it's like different. It's not necessarily that like it's why you're having it and just like thinking about it and and thinking about it in a different way.
0: Yeah, like making it more than just like eating the ice cream cone. It's like special. Yeah. Yeah. Is it Joe, what is your
1: favorite ice yeah. cream? No, nah, just chocolate. But it, just chocolate. Again, I'm
0: kinda of boring too.
1: That's what started when I was a kid and I used to not like liking trying new things. Mm-hmm. I I always felt like Derek was always trying new things, like, well, I'll put Oh put yeah. pineapple on the pizza. I was always like the first pizza I ate, had pepperoni on it, it was so good. Well I want that again and again it's mm-hmm. so like over and over. Must have been the first thing I tried and it just became my thing, but
0: Joe's not OCD or anything. <laughs> 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 yes. Take it from his sister.
2: Yep. So so then what about fiber? So we've talked about like.
1: My favorite fiber?
2: <laughs> not yeah, thing. what's your favorite Which? fiber,
1: Joe? Oh I don't know. Where to start. <laughs> Hold on. Well, no.
2: Go ahead.
0: Yeah, what's your favorite vegetable or fruit? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a favorite vegetable? Artichokes. That's my Ooh, artichokes wow. are bomb.
1: Gosh, probably. I love radishes for some reason.
0: Me too. I love radishes, which is such a funny thing that you guys are like, yeah, radishes. Because like most people like will stare at me if I'm eating like a, I'll make a like bowl <laughs> oh of God, the vet- oh, radishes. Yeah. With a dash of salt on it. And I'm like in heaven. Like me and Danny. Did we <laughs> eat like a huge thing of like organic radishes when you were here? Yeah, we're
2: like. Well like. Well let's I make a salad. That, and Joe? then we ended up eating all the radishes. <laughs> just by themselves. are saying.
0: Hey, what is your. It really is your favorite. Joe. Like you like to just. Because dad did that. Dad totally. I think.
1: We. Our family got into like bitter. Or like spicy stuff. I mean. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. It's kind of spicy. They can't be kind of. I spicy. like
1: sauerkraut. I like radishes. I like yeah.
0: Like that. I don't know. Yeah, same. Like
2: sour, vinegary. Acidic. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, same. I crave that so sometimes. Like I love sa- like a good sauerkraut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. So here's eight best sources of fiber: beans, grains, fruit, vegetables, legumes, seeds, nuts, quinoa. Just had to tell you that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, so and then we talked a little bit about glycemic index. Um, and like when sugar is absorbed and it like spikes your blood sugar, um, how do fat and proteins like play a role? Cause obviously there's not, you're not just having carbs sometimes, sometimes it's like fat and protein it's, all together. In one. Yeah.
0: So it's kind of like having a good balance and everything, but the protein and the fat will help lower the glycemic index and make, create that balance that your body needs so that like when it, when everything's spiking, if it's just have sugar in your body, it can't kind of like create that pH balance in your body. I don't know if pH is a word, but, like, kind of, like, blend it all together so mm-hmm. it it stops it from spiking as crazy as it would if you didn't have fat and yeah. protein involved.
2: So, like, something that my mom... So my stepdad has, uh, has type 2 diabetes, and he, like, when he was diagnosed with that, my mom, like, was really great about switching up a whole bunch of stuff. So, like, when doing... um like a common staple that we used to have would be like spaghetti. So instead she did spaghetti squash without the noodles or would do like a common thing now is uh zucchini as the noodles. You know, you put them through like a spiralizer and it makes them into these long, we'll call them like zoodles. And, um, and then she'll make a sauce from scratch, like puree tomatoes, like straight up put garlic in it and onion in it and do some sort of um, meat and stuff too. So it's like a lot of, a lot of protein, a lot of fiber. Um, and she'll put like olive oil and stuff in it to add that like source of fat. And it definitely helped a lot. So it's like crazy when I, you know, that happened when I was a lot younger, way before my biochemistry days. So it's like funny to see, to like look back on it now and like think about those different types of things.
0: Yeah. Like that's crazy. I I didn't even process that, but she was like playing with that where like she was, what did she do? She like gave him like a, just a big salad, and like his his insul- or is it his what insulin blood mm-hmm. sugar would spike, and then so she a- added like a small potato to it, and yeah. it like balanced it, yeah, which is kind of wild to oh. think about
2: and that's when we really started having like all these i mean she is you know has been a long time athlete, so it's um not like having salads as like the main staple of a meal was necessarily like foreign to us it was just that um, kind of reverting back to it so having a salad that had you know sunflower seeds pumpkin seeds um,
0: yeah not just lettuce (laughs) yeah
2: having berries like four different kinds of greens in it having brussels sprouts avocados Bell peppers, Total onions, yeah, like all kinds of stuff. A
0: beautiful salad, yeah. Let's just say the Colorful rainbow, rainbow,
2: eating the rainbow. Mm-mm-mm.
0: So we have liquid carbs and solid carbs. So like, think of like a liquid carb, like Gatorade, and athletes like replacing repla- energy stores very quickly. But something like you want to be careful of when you're just hanging out and grabbing Gatorades <laughs> is like a normal like drink all the time because like we think of like gatorade is healthy as well because we're like well athletes do it but if you're not exercising it's kind of like a waste of energy and could totally very quickly turn into like belly fat and you know Mm -hmm. thigh fat and butt fat and like not what you really want to go with
2: yeah no it's crazy to see like you see these like big nfl stars drink it you know and like they have the huge gatorade jug not to mention it oh, yeah. I mean it might not be filled with Gatorade it might just be filled with water and that, that might be fake be a plug but no but, <laughs>
0: no, probably but even
2: if they have Gatorade it's like they're having like a six seven hour practice and then they have like three hour long games like
0: or high intensity like
2: yeah like they're like smashing somebody they can like, eat they, whatever uh,
0: the, they want
2: yeah they need to have that same like, with runners source. like oh yeah
0: they're running their life away give them some Gatorade, but it, it shouldn't be like a drink. We just like go to the gas station, grab Gatorade every single time. If you're not going to be active that day, oh cause yeah. it's going to not would you give you what you want.
2: honey liquid or solid?
0: I know it's like part, uh, was it part fructose part? It's like two of them. I guess it would be a liquid unless it's hard,
2: right? Because I was just thinking about it because, you know, like how we were talking about, you know, running for the marathon and everything and then how I like to have honey. And that's what, like, honestly saved me during uh, Tough mutter. you know, was getting through that. And then, like, I was at mile, was it, like, 10 or something like that. And I was like, I need something fast now and two honey packets. And I was golden. Yeah. So that was, like, immediate. Exactly. Huh. So That's amazing. Yeah.
0: And then, then
2: we have, like,
0: a solid carb, so think of like something like a bean. This is just an example, but it's gonna um, help regulate your energy and also your blood cl- glucose levels because of that. Like longer time it takes to actually digest it and turn it into energy mm-hmm. eventually. So that's something – but also remember if you're running and you eat, like, beans on the way, like, the gas pains you could potentially have oh during gosh, a race so on an bad. empty stomach might not be <laughs> your favorite. So bad. <laughs> but it will sustain energy for longer.
2: Yeah. But, um. So then – so now that you're talking about eating beans, like, during running versus before or after, so how does, like, that timing work with your energy performance? Oh, well, I
0: definitely think it's a great – like, rice and beans are – would be a great post-race kind of bland, Mm -hmm. something to replace the energy stores. That'll take time and, like, give you a complete protein Mm -hmm. as well in the body after the race. So it can, like, repair the body and give you that longer time to, like, kind of play with the nutrients. Um, For sure. But obviously you have that immediate, like, usually you get, like, a big beer after the race or or the best or obviously nice Gatorade throughout the race <laughs> but like it's a good and that's one of the best like carb replacements like immediate energy stores but like having like something a little bit heavier in the stomach that's kind of bland so you're not like kind of feeling sick like it I feel like you're getting the gold then but like if you have it I wouldn't eat beans necessarily the, the morning before because mm-hmm. you could you could potentially get the gas beans
1: yeah what about it? on a daily basis just for someone that's going to work is is it good to eat beans for lunch let's say
0: i do i eat beans i mean i'm used to eating it too a lot now like all kinds of beans but um i definitely beans are a great source of nutrients
1: so one thing to do is like since you work all week i don't have time to prepare food so i'll like Slow cook on Sunday a bunch of lentils with like carrots and like vegetables, mm-hmm. and that'll kind of be my lunch for the next three days. So I just run home and like heat it up, but like I don't have time to,
0: yeah. And it oh, like keeps amazing. you full for a while, too. Yeah. Like it's a good protein source, especially because you're adding like vegetables with it. Like you're gonna feel like you're not gonna be hungry again immediately. Like I don't like you, snacking
1: really, yeah. I don't
0: like because you're actually by the time you get off work, yeah. Yeah. So I definitely love that. That's a perfectly good diet. On days like that lunch. you
2: were, you know, working out or doing like higher intensity exercises, Joe, like what, what did you feel like worked best for you?
1: Um. So when I, if I'm working out, mm-hmm. I have, I kind of have to snack at some yeah, point. So for sure. And so for me, I always had to have nuts and mm-hmm. like, I love peanuts. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's probably not the healthiest nut, but like I like the taste. So when, you, when you're when you already getting hungry and you kind of want something that tastes good, but I'm not going to eat chips or whatever. So. so for some reason, peanuts or cashews were able to like do that for me to help me bridge
2: yeah.
1: before after, like between meals.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I would just have a bag already filled like either in my car or like mm-hmm. on me.
2: And I would eat it before I got
1: too hungry. Because if I ate it, if I waited, then I wanted something bad. But if I, like, ate it Mm -hmm. kind of right when I felt a little hungry, it would kind of go away.
0: You know what's funny, Danny, is, like, when we ask him certain questions, like, I don't know what he's going to say. We didn't, like, prep any, like, thing like that. So, like, we recommend stuff like that. And it's, like, you could tell, like, you know me. Or, like, you know, like, a little (laughs) bit.
1: Dude, if you asked me (laughs) four years ago... But I learned a lot, like, over the last two or three years. Just watch, you know, we didn't talk this out, but, like, I think I've picked up stuff over the years, and I've kind of figured out what works for me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it is an individual approach to, like, finding out, like, what works for you. Because some people are, like, so afraid of change or, like, so afraid of, like, doing something different than, like, like, I was saying earlier, like, that their parents always did, that my mom's healthy like she always did this and that whatever and like something like it is an individual approach to finding what works for you and it could could be completely different than like your best friend
2: oh yeah 100 percent. like it's definitely individualized and like there's so many things that you can switch up with it and I I definitely feel like healthy is a relative term so having like even though you say like oh maybe peanuts aren't the healthiest option like nut but it's like if it's something that keeps you from overeating something else or eating something that has no nutritional value, like nuts still have protein sources in them and all that jazz. So it's like yeah, it still a good helps fat satiate source. you. Yeah, a yeah. fat source. So I think that's amazing.
0: Yeah, finding that one that works for you. Because like I like cashews and that, I say the same thing. It's, well, it's not the healthiest bit because it's not like an almond. But I'm like, but that's like what satisfies me like I feel like I'm eating something a little bit more hearty than than like an almond or walnut or one of the drier feeling like nuts
2: well and that's just like what we talked about in the last episode like of intuitive eating and like taking away the the shame from certain things and like actually eating what you're craving and giving yourself that option and then it does help take away from almost like that binge eating that you do when you're like Starving, and then you like scarf your dinner down to the point where yeah. you're not giving yourself time to to tell your brain that you're full. So yeah. you end up overeating so not be
0: starving again. Because like Joe, like we grew up completely eating super fast. Like our dad was a super fast eater, so like he would be like push us, like you need to eat, finish your dinner, finish your dinner. So like it was kind of like something to get used to. Once like especially for me, like learning that it's not good to do it and to become conscious of eating slower for, like, digestion. Mm -hmm. It's kind of crazy. Because it
1: takes a while to reach your belly, you don't feel full, right? So when I used to eat fast, I would overeat. Mm
0: -hmm. Like, way, yeah.
1: So what happened over time, I had to learn how much I could eat fast and know that it hasn't hit my stomach yet and kind of recognize portion size by, like, the size
0: Uh and know
1: that that will fill me
0: up. You know, don't... Or even, like... Yeah, drink water in between, too. Like, when you're like, whoa, 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 I haven't taken any sips of water. Like, I need to slow down.
2: Yeah. You know,
0: kind of just, but that comes with, like, our last episode, like, becoming conscious of your eating and, like, trying to, like, want to be healthier. Like, whoa, this is, you yeah, can't always do what you did when you were little. Like, we got to take a step up, like, as we get yeah. and aging knowing, and, like. Yeah.
2: knowing your body.
0: And knowing your body, yeah, like, and what you want to do with it.
1: You should so ask yourself, what can I do better? Sometimes, like, didn't mean you have to change everything, but like, if you can just tweak over time, all those little tweaks add up, you know.
0: Hundred percent, absolutely, and even like, you know, we all go through the holidays, our birthday parties, and barbecues, and all kinds of stuff where like, you can even do better, like, when as long as you're staying happy about it, like doing better at a barbecue and preparing something like a thought process when i go i'm gonna like make sure my my portions are a lot smaller but i'm still gonna have a little bit of everything but i'm not gonna go crazy so i feel like a barbecue is when you like get like around so many different foods like people bring things from potluck and like you get to try like like what someone else's macaroni and cheese is like but it's like don't be so like rigid where you're like no i can't have macaroni and cheese but like be conscious of like don't overindulge the mac and cheese, even though it's probably, like, the best thing out there, but... Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, being conscious and intuitive and, like, understanding, like, what you're doing, but still, like, you know, staying on track of your life and the things you want. Goals. Goals. <laughs> goals. Goals, goals, goals. Uh, goals, goals, goals. goals. <laughs> so, while we're on
2: the topic of, like, different types of people, different body sizes, or not sizes, but, like, different body... Um, Ways of eating, and I know you brought Our up
0: metabolisms too. Like yeah. everybody has a different style of metabolism, different
2: metabolism, different like body structure too. Like your intestines might absorb differently based off of mm-hmm. how they rotate. So it's in. all
0: and, an individualized yeah. like process.
2: So sure. I've always
1: known I have great intestines. That's one thing about my body.
0: <laughs> what makes you believe that, Joe? Beautiful. Just,
1: I just you're just born knowing that
0: possible. <laughs>
1: I know no, my small like, intestine is off the hook. I, my large one might be average. <laughs> average
0: well, like, yeah. for example, like, let's just say, like, I feel like I can, I, I have a really fast metabolism. So, like, I could eat the same amount of food as my husband and it, you'll never know it. Mm-hmm. But he kind of has a slower metabolism. So, like, he, like, could, could gain weight in something that, like, I'm waste. I'm 100 pounds less than the guy and I won't gain any weight from like eating probably almost the same amount of calories in a meal maybe not throughout the day because I'm not a snacker but like like I can literally eat the same size steak and you won't notice change the same way
2: but so you're also a mom of two boys and do a lot of uh, running around with a five-year-old at home
0: well he is the dad (laughs) of the same two boys well I
2: meant I meant he has like he has like the (laughs) sit-down job and the driving and stuff and you're like vacuuming and doing cleaning and Doing art projects and jumping on a trampoline. But and even <laughs> before, like, you know, college age. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Binge
0: drinking and, like, stuff, like, where he would be, have to be a little bit more, like, rigid with certain things and play with stuff where I'd just be like,
2: bah! Yeah, yeah. And
0: I feel like I'm a – because I have a fast metabolism. For sure. But just a little example. I don't know. Maybe a mop, right? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so, so then we got, different- like
2: – days. Of, like, different. different workouts and different, like, um, movements, I guess is a way to say it. How do yeah. you... I know we talked about, like, bringing in the timing of it. How does that affect with, like, different movements? Like foods or, like, movement? Ti- your timing with, like, different sports and different movements. Oh, okay. So, like,
0: if you're... It depends on, like, you know, um, let's just say, like, a swimmer, like like... There's somebody who can only eat something for energy be- before and after. Mm-hmm. They can't eat during, but it's still an endurance sport. Potentially, they can be swimming a mile. And you would think... So they have to have a really good like, carb load the next few days before. If they're going into a meet, that's like they're going to have to... like Trying to be faster, they're going to want to carb load for a few days mm-hmm. before. And then eat a really solid breakfast and be drinking Gatorades throughout. And then eventually... And then after replacing immediately, so their muscles don't start depleting and they can repair. But then you have like, I mean, other sports, like let's say a sprinter, like he's got, they, they have the carb load too. But like, there's no way that they're, or a gymnast, she can't eat during when she's on the bars or on the floor. Like, so she's, expl- mm-hmm. but even though she's exploding exercise all at once. So like, she, she, but she does it five times, you know, on all the apparatus. So it's like, she's got to have immediately like something like a simple carbohydrate, like immediately. Mm -hmm. And then probably something a little bit heavier because she's going to go explode exercise again. So it's like, it's just something like you have to be like, learn about your sport and like where you want to go with it. And if you want performance growth and like kind of playing with all of what your needs are and when to make sure that you're not allowing your muscles to get weaker Mm -hmm. because you got to replace that energy. And you
1: know, a, a lake swimmer could probably catch
0: a fish if they were a lake swimmer. They might they're fast enough. They could like grab it with their, you know, figure <laughs> it out. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's say you want to eat a low glycemic index. So, like if you wanted to know what to do, you want to eat a diet high in fruits and vegetables and lots of fiber, so you can like turn all the food that you eat into waste. And then avoid processed foods, avoid high levels of added sugar and keep your macronutrients balanced. And something that I didn't realize for a while, that vinegar helps balance out your body's pH Mm -hmm. and help regulate that glycemic index. So like what you actually want to do with those carbohydrates and how you're metabolizing it into energy. So the vinegar can help maintain the pH.
1: Which by the way, Danielle, the last time I was at your house... Instead of doing shots of alcohol, we did the shots of,
0: uh, Apple cider vinegar. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was I cool. Was, I was just testing you. It was kind of like doing no, a but, shot.
1: Like, we all three but, had that, like...
0: Like, ugh. Everything just, like, vodka or, like, any liquor. You're, like, sitting there, like... You kind of cringe a little bit before you take, like, a hard liquor shot. And it's the same thing with apple cider vinegar because it still burns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's still like <laughs> that anticipation, like, oh my God. It's so funny that you brought that up. I forgot. Because <laughs> Drew and I still randomly do it. Ugh. It's like, let's just get some, like, we're not getting sick this week. <laughs> yeah. Let's take a shot of that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fun. Welcome to my life. Oh, but, yeah. No, um,
2: I, I can't do shots of it. I have to do, like, hot water and then pour, like, the shot of it basically into the water and do like a little bit of lemon and uh, what is it mm-hmm. cinnamon oh, wow. and do that as like and drink it kind of like as a hot tonic and it almost yeah. tastes like like hot apple cider
0: or like a fireball shot oh yeah kind of or not really but you don't even like this
2: well it's uh, yeah um, yeah that's an experience
0: but <laughs> like and done <laughs>
2: and no more fireball it's for like
0: Jaeger for me I'm like I'm done
2: yeah <laughs> I don't do Jaeger anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yuck. Joe, do you have one J- that you can't do anymore?
1: Oh, the uh, if it tastes uh-huh. like cinnamon. Um,
2: so Fireball. Oh, so like, Fireball
0: too. I can do oh, Fireball. It was the Schnapps something. It was like the Golden, golden oh. Schlager. Golden Schlager.
1: Schlager. And there's another. They used it down that. I can't uh, do the hot uh, damn.
0: Hot uh. damn! Is is that a vodka? I remember that. Oh. Uh. It's I not a whiskey, don't know right? that one. It's similar. I remember that. I'll have to look it up. Somehow the fireballs are <laughs> so smoother and I can do it.
1: But. Yeah.
0: Just because that song, Fireball. <laughs>
2: that is a fun song.
0: Yeah. But yeah. So that concludes pretty much our amazing podcast oh today. So we kind of want to. Yeah. yeah. I, can I
1: oh say one thing?
2: Yeah.
1: Every time That's you guys fun, said huh? honey, I got a visual of honey boo boo.
2: I just want to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 Every time.
2: I'll
0: put it I'll honey put honey a gif boo-boo. on the blog of honey boo boo. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanna give a thank you to Joe for making our podcast way more fun. Oh come been on. so awesome. Yeah. Like, so it does fun. bring a like amazing dynamic to have like another perspective in here. Cause me and Danny can like nerd out to a level, but like you like blend like the balance of like fun and like I hope I did a crazy science. Yeah. You did. Okay. But make sure like you guys go to the website and check out the blog if you're like wanna know more and uh, IPickfit.com or she's sustainable and we are so excited to blast this out there and like launch our podcast because we had to have five to make it happen so this is our fifth podcast and we are ready to go and i just want to say thank you guys for your support and make sure you subscribe to our podcast because we're going to be doing this every week
2: what what? every friday
1: thanks for having me
0: and if you're in la go to the reckless unicorn because that's where joe works
1: that's where i work and if you buy it online i'll be shipping it to you because i run the website
0: so yeah Yeah. it'll be from joe packaged by (laughs) by
1: joe (laughs) <laughs> Let see my fingerprints. Yeah, somewhere.
0: <laughs> somewhere. Somewhere. All right, guys. <laughs> Thank you so much. And we out. Thank you for listening to Detox Detox. If you like their show or want to know more, go to either ipickfit.com or shesustainable.com. Please leave us a review on iTunes and feel free to email us questions or topics of interest at ipickfitdanielle at gmail.com. Join us next week. We'll be talking about maximizing your toned physique.